Welcome in to Outkick the Show. I'm your fearless leader, Clay Travis. I hope all of you are having a fantastic Monday, wherever you may be across this great country or this great land. I want to thank all of you who came out for all of our different shows on the Outkick bus tour. I have been doing the Outkick show now for 14 straight weeks. This will be the first weekend I am home with no obligations. I am looking forward to that since all the way back in mid-August. But your boy keeps on powering right on. We got a lot to dive into in today's show. Appreciate all of you. Starting with a big Monday night football game. Uh, we've got the Bills going up against the uh, the Bills going up against the Patriots. One of those teams going to be in first place in the AFC East. Going to be talking on the fade with that with Todd Furman a bit later. Also going to be on Fox Bet Live a little bit later. I hope you enjoyed Clay and Buck earlier in the day. I want to thank all of you for setting an all-time record for downloads for the Clay and Buck show. Almost 10 million downloads of the radio show podcast. Radio show dominating, uh, number one in so many different markets. Got a lot of good data that's going to be out on that soon, but thank you. I hope all of you are geared up and ready for the college football playoff now as it is set and not surprisingly that is where we began. I was wrong. I was wrong on what I thought was going to happen in the Georgia and the Alabama game. I was wrong in what was going to happen in the over-under there. It was an absolute beatdown delivered by the Alabama Crimson Tide. Georgia had not given up more than 17 points in any game all season long. It was 10 to nothing at the end of the first quarter and then Alabama put a whipping on this Georgia defense. Bryce Young won the Heisman Trophy. 24 points. 24 points in the second quarter alone effectively ended this game in many respects. Alabama rolled on to 41 points and grabs the number one overall seed in the college football playoff. Want to give the college football playoff committee commendation. Lots of criticism every year of the College Football Playoff Committee, yet most years, the four teams that make the playoff, I believe they get it right and I believe they get it seeded exactly right. Alabama 1, Michigan 2, Georgia 3, Cincinnati 4. Alabama, 14-point favorite over the Cincinnati Bearcats and you have Georgia around the 7.5 or 8-point favorite over Michigan. You can go get your bets in at fanduel.com slash clay. What do we expect to happen? I'll give you my early read here. Alabama beats Cincinnati and Georgia beats Michigan. What does that mean? An all-SEC championship game in Indianapolis, Indiana. I would imagine there's probably a very good chance that I will be there along with the OutKick crew. And I think it'll be Alabama-Georgia for a rematch of the game that we just saw in the Georgia Dome a little over a month from now. What happened in the SEC Championship game, which was the most shocking outcome of all? Congratulations to Baylor on their big win. Congratulations to Utah. Same to Michigan, same to Pitt. But to me, the outcome that was truly surprising was the beatdown that Alabama put on. And quite frankly, here's what happened. Alabama blocked the front of Georgia defensively in a way that I didn't think they could. Alabama couldn't block Auburn last week This weekend that just passed Saturday against Georgia, Bulldogs got almost no pressure on Bryce Petty and as a result, Bryce Petty went out, won the Heisman Trophy. Now, Mechie's now out with a torn ACL, but Jamison Williams is enough, I think, of a big playmaker in conjunction with everything else that Alabama has. 
Uh, tough break for uh, Mechie particularly because he won the game basically in the second half in many ways for Alabama for him to be out for this championship game. But really, this is the Tide or the Georgia Bulldogs, I believe, who will win. I would be very surprised if it's not one or the other of these two that are hoisting the hardware when we roll into the national championship game. I believe it's on January 10th in Indianapolis. So, props to College Football Playoff Committee. Congrats to everybody who got that right. I want to tell you right off the top, you know what? A lot of you are paying way, way, way too much for your cell phone plans. And my friends at Pure Talk can hook you up in a big way. They can help you outkick your coverage when it comes to your cell phone plan. They can save you $800 a year. Look, these guys have been in my house. My own son, my eighth grader, got his first ever cell phone. He's got a Pure Talk wireless phone. He gets unlimited talk, text, six gigs of data for just $30 a month. You get to keep your same phone number, keep your phone, and you can get an iPhone 12. Maybe it's time for a new present. iPhone 12 for just $479. 30-day risk-free guarantee. Keep your same phone number, keep your same phone, or get a new one. Instead of AT&T, Verizon, or T-Mobile, you can save a bundle up to $800 a year for you and your family by going to puretalk.com and shopping for the phone that's right for you. Enter the promo code OUTKICK. You save 50% off your first month and you can save on a new phone. That's puretalk.com, promo code OUTKICK. Some restrictions apply. See site for details. Lots of additional coaching news. Mario Cristobal has left Oregon and returned to Miami. Want to give credit to the U. They appear to be in the process of preparing a brand new stadium. They are going after a brand new AD and they have now announced Mario Cristobal. Now, Manny Diaz kicked to the curb, left on, uh, left in a, a really difficult position, kind of shaking in the breeze there. But I will say this, and this is fairly significant. Remember Manny Diaz took the Temple job and then bailed to go take the Miami job relatively short order before he'd even done hardly anything at Temple? College football is a business. And it's a big business and people get paid a lot of money and Miami handled it in a messy way. But if you end up with the right coach, the mess doesn't matter at all. Look at what happened with Nick Saban. Imagine Alabama's pursuit of Nick Saban and how that would have looked in a modern social media era. That would be a disaster in terms of a hire. Guess what? By year two, Nick Saban had Alabama contending for a national championship and they've been there ever since, if you get the right coach, the way that you get the right coach doesn't end up mattering. Look at USC. Look at how messy it was for USC in the way that they got Pete Carroll when Pete Carroll got the dynasty rolling at SC. When you get the right coach, how you hire him, what pick he was, where he rated in your overall uh, talent base, it doesn't matter. It all ends up working in your favor. So if Mario Cristobal is the right guy at Miami, he's got great connections there, loves it in South Florida, leaves Oregon after only a few years, and Oregon now is going to be on the market to see who they can end up hiring uh, as they now are the most prominent program with an opening. Virginia also still has an opening as they had a little bit of a surprise resign from resignation from Bronco Mendenhall. And Oklahoma has also made a big move. They have gone and grabbed Brent Venables and brought him to Oklahoma. Longtime defensive coordinator under uh, Dabo Sweeney with the Clemson Tigers. 
Now Brent Venables headed halfway across the country taking over for Oklahoma who of course lost to Lincoln Riley to USC. Tons of prominent coaches and prominent coaching jobs, moving parts, so much different to follow there. Uh, lots of fun, lots of excitement, lots of coaching madness as we continue uh, to roll through and see what exactly is going on. Those are all of the coaching moves. I want to tell you all about my friends at X Chair. It's the best chair anywhere. I absolutely love this chair. It's the holidays. You deserve a great gift. You deserve a chair that has heating, that has cooling, that has dynamic massage. It's the most comfortable chair I have ever sat in. I do much of my work in a brand new X chair and it has LMAX technology that allows it to make sure that it has the perfect warming, cooling, massaging technology. This is a chair that makes me better at doing my job. You need the best possible chair. Many of you have brand new home offices. Find the new chair, right chair. You're sitting at your desk. You're writing. You're talking. That's what I do all the time. Right now, you can save $100 off your X chair just by purchasing it at xchairclay.com. That's the letter X, chair, clay, C-L-A-Y, dot com. X chair has a 30-day guarantee of complete comfort. You can finance your purchase for as little as $30 a month. All you need to do is go to xchairclay.com and save. That's xchairclay.com. What'd you think of the NFL games? To me, the game that stood out the most was the Ravens game against the Steelers. Credit to John Harbaugh for going for two at the end of that game after he had lost Marlon Humphrey. The Ravens have had a ton of injuries so far this season. They entered Pittsburgh as the number one overall seed. We'll see whether or not they can end up holding on in the AFC North. Steelers got up off the mat. Ravens and Lamar Jackson drove the length of the field in the final minute and change. Got the touchdown, then went for two. By the way, how do you kick the ball out of bounds? How in the world the Steelers kick the ball out of bounds to allow the Ravens to take over possession at the 40? They only needed to go 60 yards for the score. That is an indefensible kickoff move to put the ball out of bounds right after you score and get a two-point conversion. Props to the Steelers for getting the win. A lot of people asking the question, what's going on with Lamar Jackson this year? I was going to talk about Lamar Jackson and how he's been performing uh, as the, uh, the, the Ravens have been winning in spite of Lamar Jackson uh, as opposed to because of Lamar Jackson. And so in this game, uh, Lamar Jackson, just okay, uh, got sacked seven times. He is getting blitzed like crazy, isn't having the success running the football that he has in the past. And if you look at what this Ravens offense has done in their last three performances, they put up 10 points against Miami. They put up just 16 points against the Cleveland Browns and then 19 against uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Lamar Jackson with six interceptions, just three touchdowns. The offensive line has not been helping him at all. He has been sacked 13 times in the last uh, three games and not surprisingly, he has not had a very good QBR going forward. Uh, And if you go back to the game against uh, the Bengals, the Ravens are just two and three in their last five. And other than an overtime win against Minnesota where they managed to put up some decent offensive numbers, they have scored 17, 10, 16, and 19 points in four of their last five games. I think the AFC is wide open. In fact, 
if the Bills win tonight, and I like the Bills against the number and I like the over, if the Bills win tonight, the Titans will be your overall number one team in the AFC. And frankly, Titans have lost two in a row as well, including a game to the Texans that haven't looked very good at all either. I'm not sure we've ever seen the AFC more wide open than it is right now. And some of you out there are going to say, hey, guess what, Clay? I'm a Kansas City Chiefs fan. It ain't that wide open. This is the Chiefs uh, conference as long as, uh, as long as we got Patrick Mahomes at quarterback. And you may well be right. Just mention Monday Night Football. High winds. Going to talk about this with Furman. Nobody loves windy conditions more than my guy Todd Furman. He is going to be all over the weather-related conditions. But I think this is Josh Allen and, uh, and Stephon Diggs' opportunity to declare independence officially in the AFC East. I know they won it last year, but frankly, the Patriots weren't very good that last year. This year, the Patriots have turned it on. They've won six in a row. I think the Bills are lying in wait. They covered the two and a half or the three. I love the Bills tonight, and I like the over. Be talking about that at 6 o'clock Eastern, uh, a little bit over an hour and a half from now. we got a special Fox Bet Live a little bit later in the day than ordinary. Uh, we'll be hanging out with you guys. That will be coming up in a bit. We've also got big news out of D.C. The United States has announced a diplomatic boycott of Beijing Winter Olympic Games in 2022. Now, I don't think this is that big of a deal. I think it's the absolute bare minimum that we could do. But what I'm starting to see and being encouraged by is your boy right here has been big on asking American sports to hold China to a high standard and hold them accountable for all of their lies, for their human rights violations, for infecting COVID upon the entirety of the world, for lying about COVID for as long as they did. All of these things have been a real uh, significant impact on the world and reflective of us needing to hold China accountable for all of their lies. And most people have not been willing to do that across the country. Well, started with the WTA. Props to the Women's Tennis Association for standing up to the communist uh, dictatorship in China when Ping Shui, uh, the tennis player there, accused a prominent Communist Party official of sexual assault. They were willing, they were willing, uh, the WTA, to do what the NBA, to do what the IOC, to do what so many different sports organizations have not been willing to do. They were willing to give up money in exchange for being on the right side of history. we talk, Remember we used to talk about the right side of history all the time? Guess what? Being in favor of women's rights and being in favor of basic human rights, it's always the right side of history. Most people who talk about the right and wrong side of history haven't actually spent that much time studying history, uh, believe it or not. But the WTA stood up. Now, the Biden White House has announced that they are going to give a diplomatic boycott to China. Now, it's just a diplomatic boycott. In the grand scheme of things, this is not a massive, unbelievable, brave move by the Biden White House. What I had called for was staging our own Winter Olympic Games in Park City, Utah, or in Vancouver, somewhere in North America, bringing all the Democratic powers to the Winter Olympics, which is where most of the Winter Olympics are won. The, the, the medals are not won by very many communist countries, by very many dictatorships. So, that could have and should have and would have been, I think, a better solution than the one that is undertaken here. But I do believe 
the Biden White House is at least making the right decision in being willing in being willing to stand up and say we're not going to send any sort of diplomatic uh, organization to, uh, to China. Now really, we shouldn't be rewarding China in any way with being able to host the Winter or the Summer Olympics for that matter. I think we should pull out, but that's what's going on right now. I want to tell you about Masterworks. What do Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos, Oprah Winfrey all have in common? They're making a killing by what just might be the most overlooked alternative asset in the world, fine art. I just read Oprah Winfrey sold a painting for $150 million after buying it for only $90 million three years earlier. Why do these big-time, super-rich people invest in art? Because unlike stocks, art has little correlation to the S&P 500. That means when markets crash, like they did last week, as you saw everybody get terrified with Omicron, art prices continue to rise. In fact, the Wall Street Journal recently called the art market among the hottest markets in all of Earth. Any wonder that the richest people on the planet have been investing for art in art for centuries? Contemporary art from the best-selling artist of all time, Banksy, Picasso, the behemoths of the art world. So while I might not put a Warhol in my living room like Elon Musk, I can put one in my portfolio with masterworks. Here's what's going on. By securitizing iconic works of art, they let you invest, this is really cool, in million-dollar paintings without being a millionaire. And OutKick listeners get priority access to their newest offerings. Go to masterworks.com dot art slash OutKick to get started. Let me tell you that one more time. Masterworks.art slash OutKick. See important disclaimers at masterworks.io slash disclaimer. But again, it's a really cool concept. Maybe you can give somebody a great gift for the holiday season. Share. Again, masterworks.art slash OutKick. That's masterworks.art slash OutKick. You can own a piece of one of or many of the most famous pieces of art out there anywhere in the country. Great hedge against the stock market. Give you an opportunity to grow alternative investments. That's masterworks.art slash OutKick. Um, Do you see the idiocy? Mayor Bill de Blasio, one of the worst mayors in the history of mankind. He is going out of office at the end of this month. He will be officially term limited out. Eric Adams will be taken over. But Bill de Blasio is not content to ride off into the sunset. He is continuing to issue absurd decrees from his position as mayor. The most recent, now saying that if five-year-olds, five-year-olds to 11-year-olds, think about how crazy this is with me for a minute. Five-year-olds to 11-year-olds. If you are in New York City and you want to take your kid to Chick-fil-A, you want to take your kid to Chick-fil-A to get some nuggets, have a good lunch, maybe uh, hang out there, Trust me, I've been in Chick-fil-A a ton with my kids. I know tons of you parents watching this app as well. You're going to have to show a vaccine card to go to Chick-fil-A and get your kid some nuggets or a chicken sandwich? Are you kidding me? You're going to have to show a vaccine card to be able to go to a museum, to be able to go sit and meet Santa Claus for the holidays? This is not supported by science. This is madness. Today on Clay and Buck, we had Dr. Marty McCarry from... Uh, Johns Hopkins, (coughs) he was fantastic. Johns Hopkins doctor pointing out that there is no basis in reality 
for the idea that we have to force vaccinate our 5 to 11-year-olds. This is, I believe, an unconstitutional abridgment on our constitutional rights in the United States. I'm ready for New Yorkers to stand up against this. I'm glad that I live in a free state uh, like Nashville inside of Tennessee uh, because my kids have been able to go to school uh, uh, because of where we live in the Nashville suburbs. My kids have been able to go to school without masks this whole year. They went to school all last year uh, with no issues whatsoever. This is all madness that kids are having vaccines mandated. It makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. Anyone who is arguing in favor of this is an imbecile, a first-rate idiot, all right? And that's perfectly characterizes Mayor Bill de Blasio. Also, big news coming out of the Senate. Uh, Joe Manchin is going to stand up against Joe Biden's private sector vaccine mandates in addition to all of the courts that are standing up. The Senate, the United States Senate, is going to majority vote that they do not support private vaccine mandates. This is going to effectively end, I believe, in conjunction with the courts, the idea that Joe Biden has the executive authority to mandate vaccines. It's all unconstitutional madness. And thank God the courts and many reasonable politicians are finally standing up against it. Uh, finally, I'm going to give you my update tomorrow. I'm looking at the time. I've got to leave here momentarily and go pick up my kids at school. But my goodness, succession is on fire in season three. If you didn't watch the 40th birthday party episode, it was must-see television. I've got to catch up with tonight's episode or last night's episode of Succession. Uh, I'm all caught up on Yellowstone, caught up on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Now that the college football season is over, at least in a main way, I've got some time. Your boy's going to be catching up with everything. I appreciate all of you for hanging out with me. As you can see, we've got a new backdrop a little bit here. I'll be doing more television hits and so we wanted to create a better camera setup, better situation. I'm sure Audio Guy will have all sorts of issues with everything, but we are getting everything worked out now. Got the home radio studio, home television studio. Everything is up and running. I appreciate all of you. I hope you are enjoying the OutKick show. Encourage you to go subscribe to the podcast. Give us five stars right there. Thank you again for all of the support that you have shown for the OutKick bus tour. We were on the road for the entire fall, met a lot of you face-to-face. -face. It was fantastic. And also, thank you for helping us set new, incredible, unbelievable records with the Clay and Buck Show uh, as we come up on the holiday season. I have a lot to be thankful for and a lot to be grateful for. I appreciate all of you. I hope your 2021s are going fantastically well. Be back with you tomorrow. Same bat time, same bat channel. I will be on Fox Bet Live in one hour and a half on FS1. I will see you guys then, and I'll be with you tomorrow morning on The Clay and Buck Show. This has been Outkick the Show. DBAP, unless you need to SBAP. I'll see you tomorrow.